talk about keys to victory, uh, D Money, as far as each team here in the second round. What's the keys to them advancing to the conference finals? What do you think is Milwaukee's key to uh, in this series to beat Boston? Man, I ain't gonna hold you, bro. Since losing Middleton, the only way that I see them coming out is a Herculean effort from uh, from from Giannis. Giannis gonna have to put up like 30, 12, and and ten. Y'all Every call game. him the best player in the world, though. It, he goes, well, I'm not gonna say y'all. I don't. I don't hear you saying that that much. But he has nah. been proclaimed the best player in the world right now. So is that I, his? I say he's dominant, mm-hmm. but I'm not gonna sit here and say he's the best player because if we're equating dominance to being great, then that means that Shaq in his heyday was the best player on earth. You know what I'm saying? Nobody thought that. So, so if he is not able to, let's just say hypothetically, Giannis is the best player on the planet. Let's give him mm-hmm. that title hypothetically for now. If he does not beat Boston in this series, does that take away from that title? Knowing that he's shorthanded or is, or should the best player regardless, quote unquote, supposed to get it done versus this Boston team? Nope. Nope. Y'all, the same energy y'all just gave KD, y'all got to give him that same energy. I ain't trying to hurt. So? Even for last year, last year, right? Last year, people were saying that KD was the best player on earth. And y'all called that into question once he lost that game seven. When he, when he lost that game. Um, they did it with Kawhi the year. They did it with Kawhi the season before. They did it with yeah, Kawhi the season so, before when he went to the Clippers, trying to make it seem like he was the, the best same player. energy. It's the same energy, bro. We're not going to know who the best player is until the end of the year. And that's where it's looking like right now. What about Boston? But, uh, if my game plan for Boston, I let Giannis do whatever he want to do, and I lock down everybody else. So, so if you're <laughs> Boston this series, you give Giannis his whatever he wants. You let Giannis eat. Yeah. But shut everything else down. Look, he he, he going to get tired. Listen, he, you can't shoot. You got to go to the rack every single time to really score for real. I mean, we – We'll let you shoot. You got to prove to us that you can shoot. And it, it's going to be, you know, we're prepared to go a long series. You know, if you can prove that you can shoot and don't have to go to the rack, you're going to be tired every game, bro. Because we're going to do you the same way. We're going to put hands on you when you're off the ball. Every time you go to the rack, we got Robert Williams back there now. So we ain't going to be as easy as a trip as you thought it was going to be. So, and then I know, Playoffs and regular season don't really line up together, but I don't think I don't think Milwaukee has beat Boston this year, have they? I'm not quite sure, but honestly, not after January, not after January, I'll say that they so, don't stand really did, a like chance said, to me. They don't really stand a chance to no. me without Middleton. No, no, and and at least. With Middleton and his length, you might be able to bother Jalen Brown. If Jason Tatum is tired from, you know, going at uh, Giannis all day, you got Tatum. I mean, you got Brown there, bro. Brown, give you 25 if you need it. So, and then all every every player that has been in the rotation can shoot. So, you know, man, Milwaukee find an uphill battle. That's all I'm going to say for that. Doc Rivers escaped and dodged the bullet. <laughs> he gets the sixes into the next round versus the Miami Heat. 
But uh, Joel Embiid, Joel Embiid may actually have been the headshot to Doc Rivers because he got hurt in that final game, and he actually won't more than likely be in this series, at least for the the season, the series opener versus mm-hmm. the Miami Heat. I definitely don't think Philly can beat Miami with Joel Embiid, so without him, it's just a dub. But what nah. do you think is the keys to victory for Miami and Philly to advance to the Eastern Conference Finals? Well, at this point, uh, Miami can do whatever they want to do now that Embiid isn't playing. They can go with the same game plan because, um, unfortunately, I mean, Harden has shown you put pressure on him, um, he's going to fold, man. And you get Butler back and you're putting Butler on um, on Harden, it's a done deal, bro. I, I Harden went off his last game, and he okay. made it further than Kyrie and Kevin Durant. Let's not forget. Okay. <laughs> if the if they if he would not have won, bro, if they would not have won. They, they would have crushed him. But like like I was saying, like where was this the the I guess the first four games that they that you was needed. No, it wouldn't have been as hurt because he's out there having to front most of the load because you're not doing what you're supposed to do. We have the Memphis Grizzlies and the uh, Golden State Warriors. They lock in for game one today, I think, at 3 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Man. I'll let you go first because I think you're going to be surprised by my answer. To me, in this series, man, it's honestly going to be all about Draymond Green. To me, if Golden State can pull out those veteran tactics, if they can get that bully mentality, I think they'll beat Memphis. I don't think Memphis is tough enough to beat Golden State. They do have talent, but Golden State got some young gunners too. They got to be on though. But Draymond is the guy I think that could get in John Morant's head possibly. He might have to sacrifice a game. He might have to sacrifice a fine. But Draymond is going to have to get in his Charles Oakley, Patrick Ewing, New York Knicks of the 90s bag. I think he's going to have to go there with some of those guys at Memphis to shake them up because if this series gets to be six or seven games, really at that point, it's all about heart. It's all about who wants it more. So I'm watching Draymond just to see how much of a leader he's going to be. We know what Steph can do. We know what Clay can do and Jai and all these other guys. Draymond, to me, is the fucking key piece in this round versus Memphis. And as far as Memphis go, I think their key to winning, beating Golden State is just how tough can they be because they're going to take shots. You yeah. know? Remember when Scottie Pippen used to take shots and used to cry when Detroit, the bad boy, used to get on Scottie Pippen. And in the moment that he stopped crying and whining, they knocked yeah. the Pistons off. What's your thoughts? I, no, I, don't forget, Mike, you know, Mike started hitting the weight room. Don't forget Mike was hitting the weight true. room after um, that next year. So that's true. A little bit different. But I think that the matchup does not favor in Golden State. Uh I think the reason Minnesota was kept going up because I think it was a big matchup issue as far as size. And Minnesota is definitely the bigger team. But when you're playing small against small and um, I mean, you got Draymond, but Draymond's not just going to have to deal with one guy. They, he's going to have to deal with uh, Brandon Clark, and he's going to have to deal with Jaron Jackson. So 
I think that's going to be quite a process for him. I don't think so, bro. That's another day in the office for Draymond. Look who Draymond has had to bang up against over the years, bro. And he's a champion. Three you gotta check. Champion. You gotta check one or the other, is what I'm saying. And then I mean, uh okay, you got Clay as a defender, but uh you think he's gonna be able to stick with Bane this whole time? And then you got Dylan that's probably gonna be the one taking most of the brunt for uh on Poole and on Curry. Not that I don't think that I would check him, wouldn't check him, but I think the matchup, I think Memphis just matches up a little bit better with Golden State than they did with Minnesota. I, I got to talk to the bosses, man. <laughs> I, 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 you want some cookies, man? I got a gift for you, D-Money. Hey, man, I got a bucket of Snickerdoodles and chocolate chip cookies for you because listen, you need a listen. snack right now, man. You're listen. out of pocket. It sounds to me, you saying the Grizzlies are going to knock off the Golden State Warriors this round? Oh, I got to so, talk to the bosses. Bro. That is so disrespectful. <laughs> it's not, nah, man. Listen, hey, man, it's all about matches when it gets here. Like, you're going to have to show. You're going to have to see. We talk and, about matchups, D-Money. I, I don't see what matchup that you see. Maybe I need to get another television. Maybe I'm watching these games on the wrong act. <laughs> because Steph is still better than John to me. Clay yeah. is still better than whoever they got at the two. Wiggins and Gary Payton Jr. and Jordan Poole, the way these guys are playing, they play just as up as these Memphis young boys do, yo. So I don't see where you talking about Memphis should be favored going in and how they match up better to Golden State than Minnesota. I got Memphis, bro. I said what I said. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I swear I got to talk to the boss. This, man. <laughs> this is crazy. I said, I said what I said, man. Right, I think man. this is going to be the upset. I think this is going to be the upset of the second round, bro. And I think, I mean, y'all love Draymond Green, man. I'm just leave it at that. Y'all, what about Dallas and Phoenix, man? Last but not least, Dallas and Phoenix, they're going to be locked in. What are the keys? Well, who do you got winning that series? Let's, let's, let's talk about it that way. Oh, I got Phoenix, bro. Especially, I mean, ease. with with Booker, if Booker is back, right? He might he might not be 100%, but he should be returning. It's not going to matter, A 60, though. A 60% Booker would be more than enough. Nah. They're not going to – I don't think they, – they, they're not going to play with uh with the Mavericks, man. And well, I understand – The Mavericks are not going to play with them. You think it's the other way around? Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, now who's being disrespectful? No, I'm not being disrespectful. We don't seen Phoenix. We don't watch Phoenix go to the highest of heights and drop down. This is Lucas' okay. turn now. This is Lucas' turn now. He has mm-hmm. no Kawhi, no LeBron to worry about. This is pretty much right now. This is it. He gets past oh. his team. I like his chances versus Golden State and Memphis. So this is his. This is a. This is the Western Conference Finals for Luca. He get this one, mm-hmm. he's going to the finals. This might be Luca's time. I got Luca. I I gotta see it. All right. You've been <laughs> seeing it. You've been disrespectful. You see how Luca give it up in the playoffs. Don't act I, like I got it. I gotta see, see it. Man. Off. Oh my god. god. You see what he did with the Clippers? Stay again. You see what he did with the Clippers these couple last couple years ago? Like they lost, but he was putting up numbers versus Kawhi and Paul George. I don't put no no confidence in any team that has Paul George on it. I'm sorry. Just not. 
Yeah, man. I'm we telling we, you, man. we could call this we could call this a cookie episode, but I don't think they're gonna be. I don't. I don't think they're gonna be Phoenix, bro. This is the this is the cookie crumble episode. Man. Like, <laughs> there's nothing but crumbs going around right now, man. It's, but I listen, I don't mind being a minority. You know what I'm saying? I got Memphis beating Golden State and you got the Marys beating the Suns. And I know a lot of people don't got that. No way. No how. Just people, saying. this is the best of seven sports talk, seven Mitchell in the building, D Money in the mm-hmm. building. We chopping it up talking about the NBA playoffs, man. So we just gave our keys to victories for the teams. I do got a million dollar question for D Money. I want to know right now, D Money, who do you think we'll have the better career at this point now, Zion Williamson or John Morant? Where do you stand at? I think you muted yourself up. Okay, my fault. I say Zion has to show that uh, he can stay in shape before I can say he can do anything remotely what Jai's done so far. You know, um, and even still, he still would have to catch up. Ja has the head start right now. Ja's getting all this experience with him right now. And Ja's leading the team, too. That's another yes, thing. They, It'd be one thing if Ja was a sidekick. Ja is, nah, is carrying just, his own team. He loves them. And then, and, and then the fact that they are, this is the, these are the type of guys that will ride for him, too. He didn't have a good series last, last series. That was not the best we've seen from Ja. But the guys that he has around him, he rides for him. And then when it's time, Jow rides up for the occasion. So I I think it's too much. For me, it's too much of a head start. Like, I feel like Memphis is already probably ahead of schedule. We didn't think Memphis was going to be this good this fast. So I don't, I don't know, see the one of them winning the championship anytime soon. So I guess you got to break this thing down to what we see on face value as far as perception and mm-hmm. numbers. Mm-hmm. Ja, like you said, got a great head start. And, you know, he's he got he's leading his team to success. Zion, though, is in position to do the same thing with New Orleans, even though they got Brandon Ingram. Um, who knows how long he'll stay there? But Zion, mm-hmm. I think, will have his opportunity to be able to lead a team. And yeah, the reason considered go ahead. I'm sorry, go ahead, go ahead. No, but the reason why I give Zion a chance to still have a better career is because right now, even still, the corporate world loves Zion Williamson. You know, they love Ja too, but like Zion had these guys in the palm of his hands. So I think they can make Zion look even better if he comes back and just have one season. I think corporate America could make Zion look like he just had three good years. All these extra endorsements. Uh, so for it's right now, Ja has the head start. But if Ja don't win any hardware, I think Zion still can catch up with him because Zion is going to have the chance to lead his own team. It's not like he's going to be a, a robin to somebody's Batman. Do you think Ja will ever be an MVP? Because he definitely was considered was in consideration this year. And I don't think that uh, Zion will ever be in that position. Yeah, he'll be an MVP because uh, he's better than he. I I'm not gonna say he's better than Allen Iverson, but yeah, I'm, he'll reach that pinnacle. Yeah, to MVP status. So it's his time. I give it to him as long as he don't get hurt. Yeah, yeah. So I. I I, you may have uh, Zion, but I got I got job, bro, all the way. 
last thing on the discussion, D Money. Uh, what do you think about the National Basketball Association? Is the NBA getting too soft? I just saw a report that Jimmy Butler was fined fifteen thousand dollars for an obscene gesture he did on the sideline, uh, mm-hmm. and the Miami Heat was also fined fifteen thousand for posting it on social media. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just watched John Morant do the dance on Minnesota's logo. I don't know if he's going to catch a fine for that. We've seen Kyrie Irving. We've seen other players catch a lot of weird fines this season in the mm-hmm. NBA. Do you think the league, bro, overall is getting soft? Uh, I think it's been soft. I mean, uh, as far as just just how I think it's let me let me think about this. See me, it goes a couple different ways with me. I give the NBA credit when it comes to issues, social mm-hmm. injustice, things that's happening outside off the court. Mm-hmm. NBA goes hard. They've mm-hmm. gone harder now than ever before. So they definitely mm-hmm. not soft on that note. When we talk about the play on the court, some people say the game is much softer because it's not, you know, it's not that 90s basketball. But I like the athleticism. I like the, you know what I mean? We not, those guys back in the 80s and 90s wasn't nowhere near as athletic and, and as fast as these guys are now. So I actually like the production and the play that I'm seeing on the court now more than back then when it was just, you know, a lot of jailhouse ball and stuff like that. I will say this. The fines is what blows me. I think the NBA, NBA, as far as competitive wise, is still like a little bit too friendly for me. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody is friends. Everybody's AAU league grew up with each other. You know, it it ain't like a, I really want to be better than you. Like, you know, um, how Kyrie just for the, you know, sake you hugging, you hugging all these, these teammates at the, at the end of the game. They don't even, they didn't even like you while you were there. You know what I'm saying? You give them hugs and stuff like that, you know, and, and, it's a lot of things that maybe it's the growing up within that nineties and having that mentality It's the mentality just a little bit different. Now everybody's making money. You know what I'm saying? It's not the same. It's just not going to be the same uh, dog mentality. Like, like it was back then. Now the NBA players, man, it's like, it's more of a brotherhood with these guys now, you know, LeBron and KD and, you know, these guys be linking up in the off season, going on vacations and stuff like that. That yeah. was unheard of back in the day. So, you yeah. know, and then those guys look at the media as being public enemy number one. Yeah. So they stick together off the court and they still produce good basketball. Don't get me wrong, but I agree with you, D money. I would like to see that arch rival arch nemesis vibe and energy throughout the season when well, they come to certain players and teams and shit like that. Yeah. And and even with still, I mean, I don't really completely blame it on them. And now when you're building players now, like the competitiveness is different. Um, just them, you know, you're pretty much just generating these basketball players now where, you know, us growing up, we pretty much had to get it from going to the parks and, uh, you know, we, you know, had to make a way ourselves to be, even trying to be the player that you wanted to be, you know, going forward. It wasn't the same as it was like, of course we had camps back then, but not as much as they are now. 
you know, it's in the way that it's more of a specialized game now um, in a way they train these players. It's, it's just different, man. And I, I don't know how to really explain it, but it's, it's definitely a different feel. And like I said, it has something to do with having that dog mentality. Right. You know, like you say, even like say for the parks, you don't even see them going to like Rucker Park and these all these other different parks now. You know, what I'm saying they're pretty much everybody's in the gym. You know, LA Fitness type stuff. Right. Everybody chilling. You know. But so, you know what though, bro? We got to blame ourselves for that. And I was about to get to that whole that point as well. Mm-hmm. Like the fans and stuff be doing too much. Like you, it, the, safety is a big deal in sports right now. Like, and they mm-hmm. got to protect the players to the best that they can. And fans be mm-hmm. doing a little bit too much nowadays, like ever before. So you're not going to see so many act outside activities and things like that, that you may have, you know, seen previously, bro. You look at what's going on now doing yeah. playoff games and just doing regular season games. You got animal rights activists <laughs> running out in the middle of the court. You got fans throwing, you know, ice and throwing cups and, and just talking crazy to players. So, the only thing yeah, I got to say about weird, the NBA, you know? they invest a lot of money in finding the players. They need to do a better job of uh, pre-screening these clients, man, allowing all these people to come in to these uh, arenas yeah. and just doing what they want to do. Gluing your, gluing your hand to the court. Gluing your hand to the court is crazy. Like, I ain't never what is heard that going, What is that going <laughs> to accomplish as far as your mission? <laughs> Seriously, what was that supposed <laughs> to do? I don't know. They should have left her stupid ass there. They should have let that glue dry and kept playing so everybody could just run over top of her and stumble over her, throw the basketball at her stupid ass, all that. All that. What is wrong with people? I really got to talk to the bosses, man. Hey, look. Say no to drugs, boys and girls, because it is real. It is real when you are gluing your hand to a basketball court in the middle of a playoff game. Facts. Facts. Nasty work, dude. Nasty. Nasty work. All right, man. We are out of here, man. Have your happy Sunday, guys. Enjoy today's game. One, D-Money and I will be back at y'all later this week to chop it up and recap some things that happened in the association. D-Money, I appreciate you, bro. Let anybody know if you want to where they yes, can uh, catch up with you and follow you, bro. I know you got some uh, things coming up in the works when it comes to sports talk as well. Yeah. Well, as far as for right now, you can catch me on Twitter, D-Money23. At D Monday Twenty Three, and um, I also have a channel that just has my name on it right now. Um, pretty soon, I'll, I got some stuff in the works. It's definitely going to be more so as you could doing the basketball side. I'm going to be doing the football side of things. Dope. So dope. Dope. That's going to be my future reference and future dream. So that's what we're going to work on. We're going to get it shaking. We definitely get it shaking. Um, I think the best thing probably to do is get some of those spaces that we do recorded and throw those up on your channel just mm-hmm. so you can get some type of content on the channel that people can watch until you figure out what you want to do as far as a mm-hmm. show or blogs or whatever, you know, you want to really get into. So y'all tune into that, yes, man. Sir. Follow my guy, D money, D money, 23 on social media. I am seven Mitchell. You guys are now rocking with the best. This is the best of seven sports talk. Enjoy basketball today. Y'all stay safe and we out. All right, man. Peace to my NBA family. It's your host, Seven Mitchell, with the best of seven sports talk. I just wanted to take this time out to say thank you to each and every one of you guys for so much support for the podcast. 
I hope you guys are really enjoying some of the outside the box angles we take bringing you in these NBA storylines. Please don't forget to like and share. Most importantly, rate the podcast. You can follow us on social media. All the links will be in the description. And if you would like to contribute to the Best of 7 Sports Talk platform, we have merchandise available as well as links for the merch and donations will be all in the description. Once again, thank each and every one of you guys in the NBA community for supporting the show. This is Seven Mitchell with the Best of 7 Sports Talk. Let's talk some NBA action.